Jordan, what's up? We're live here at the Tony and Mad Max show Sunday, June 26. We're going to be recapping the NBA draft that occurred this past Thursday night and even both- news with the Nets. I know we're, we're going to be doing a Knicks rant and a Nets rant here today. So, I mean, what franchise do we start with first, Tony? Because the Nets, it's well, more of a little I bit wanted- surprising with the Nets. With well, the first I want to like see what like went down like at the NBA draft. So, well, the top three picks... I guess it was just a matter of who was in who was in line to take who, but um, Paolo Banquero from Duke, um, first overall to the Magic. The Thunder took Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga. Chet Holmgren's going to be huge, dude, huge. Um, and the Rockets took Jabari Smith from Auburn. And much to the chagrin of Nick fans, um, the Pistons took Jaden Ivey from Purdue. Um, so, I guess I could start with the Nets here. Like, I mean, uh, what could you really say, dude? Like, this is really, um, this has potential to be a real disaster. Like, I don't know if it'll honestly come to fruition, but if they really trade off Kyrie and KD tries to look for a trade, this is really not going to be good. It's over. <laughs> that whole experiment of trying to win with the big three, which was Harden, Katie, and Kyrie, is gone because Harden's gone, went to the Sixers and trade for Ben Simmons. Kyrie Irving's trying to fight his way out of there, and the owner already said he's not going to be given an extension. And then you're seeing the KD rumors all over Twitter and Instagram with Damian Lillard photoshopping him in a Portland <laughs> Trailblazer uniform. <sighs> I'm just thinking of like what worst case scenario looks like. Obviously, it's KD wanting to be traded. And mind you, he just signed a four-year extension. So what do contracts really even mean in this league, dude? They mean nothing. No. And you know what? What's a great example of that? Different sport, Odell Beckham Jr. Giants locked yeah, him down uh, in a contract, then got rid of leaking, him. Oh, leaking in. It's now it's now in the NFL. Like Oh, my goodness. What a contract speed. Why do you sign people? Why do you sign people to outrageous money? You're better off signing them to a, to a one-year contract worth like $50 million. Than let judge them go contracts. <clears throat> I don't get it. But if the worst-case scenario happens, dude, like – I'm thinking I'm thinking existential right now. Like what happens to the um what happens to the franchise? They have to figure it out because that's really because because just... I'll tell you this. You thought that the attendance was low even when Katie and Kyrie were like playing there. How's it gonna be when when Ben Simmons is leading the charge? Ben Simmons, Patty Mills. Joe Harris and whoever they get signing and trading Kyrie off for. Like, do they only take your diehard that? net fans like you from that are actually from Jersey before they came and try to monopolize the whole New York? It's only going to be fans like you that are still going to be in the, those stands rooting for them. I just don't know, like, how the franchise is going to is is is, is going to recover. Joe Sy put a lot of money into this team. 
you could say that maybe he should have put more money into this team because with all the faults that they had last year, if they just would have picked up another guy or two or made a big trade other than the Harden trade, they could have been better. They might not have been swept by Boston. They could have gone to the second round. Hell, they might even be in the Bucks. You don't know. But that Celtics but, series was alarming, though. I mean, the, despite of everything that happened with Kyrie Irving this year and him sitting out and not wanting to take the vaccine, that's a whole other story. That Celtics series was really just an alarm for this team. From what it's was just yet to like, come. I don't know where this franchise goes. I don't know who they sign. Did they? They didn't have. They did. They did. They, they didn't. They didn't have a first round pick. They have no first round picks for a while. Because of the they Sixers, have no second this round is, picks for a while. This is this is really reminiscent, and I'm gonna. You know what's sad? This is really reminiscent of the trade with the Celtics, and what's that wiped you out for years to get Garnett and, and Pierce here? Because you know what, Garnett and Pierce actually got you deep in the playoffs. <laughs> no, they got us. They got us. They got us to a second round series. Well, it, you got past the first round. I mean, this year you didn't they, get past the first round. We got past the first round the year before. So really, it's kind of like an even stalemate. But like, there's so many different directions you could point the finger. You could point the finger at Marks for hiring Steve Nash. You could point the finger at Steve Nash for just being a horrible coach. You could point the finger at Kyrie for the whole vaccine thing. There's so many. There's so much blame to go around. Like. I think you could go back and saying that putting a red flag on bringing in DeAndre Jordan was huge because DeAndre Jordan was just, was just, washed was up. just washed up, wasted guy on the bench. And then to get rid of him, you, you had to unload like, like, like four second round picks just to get rid of the guy. So he puts you in draft hell for a while. And like, listen, the Harden trade, it was bold. It was bold. But you do what you have to do to win a title in this league. And that postseason is always going to be remembered as the postseason where KD was like an inch away from winning that series against Milwaukee. With his foot on the three-point line. Yeah. It changed everything. It changed everything. Because this past season was headlined by not only the Kyrie thing with, with, with the vaccine, but like, you know, Katie missed time. Joe Harris, people forget Joe Harris. He missed the whole year. He played like he played like 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 six games, not even. They went on a really bad 11-game losing streak that, that completely wrecked the year. They went from first seed down to eight in, 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 a, in, a, span of, in a span of a month. Yeah, because and, and that was the month where you streak. were just – you stopped watching games. You're like, I Stop can't watch it. <laughs> I'm not even really that, that, really that excited for basketball next year. It I'm not either. On, it all depends on how the Nets do in the offseason because they need people. And – Listen, if they find a way to bring back Kyrie and KD's happy, 
I'll be excited. I'll be excited because those are still elite players. I agree. But you cannot allow this to go any further. If Kyrie leaves and then Katie's asking for a trade, I really don't know what happened with the Nets franchise because it just became a dumpster fire out of nowhere. If that really happens. I would not be surprised, dude, if, like, let's say, like, three years down the road, like, they're talking about, like, relocation because you got to figure, like, they're, they really don't do good attendance-wise as, like, as, like, a team that's, like, winning. What's it going to be like? Well, when it's like when there's like two, three thousand people in the building. I don't care how many people rep Brooklyn pride, man, like you're not showing up to games when they were winning. If you're getting two, three thousand people in the building, like you're going to be like where the New Jersey Nets were back in 2010, the last season in Jersey. And then you move to Brooklyn. Are you are, are, are you gonna, are you going to relocate again? I mean, I don't. I think that the New York area wants to have two NBA teams, but <clears throat> this could really be a big slap in the face to the fans because the front office puts so much into these players that it's all going to come crumbling down. It backfired. Because of one player. And Kyrie is so, so elite talented that, like, it was almost worth it. And I think it was worth it. D'Angelo Russell was never, ever going to be Kyrie Irving. He's a really good point guard. He's not Kyrie Irving. I agree. I do agree with that, even though I have my sentiments about Kyrie Irving. But I think it was you had to make that deal for him you had to you had to take to be honest if i was james dolan back in that time i would have gotten Kyrie too i would have it's just like talk about like a complete collapse of 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 a franchise and when i say relocation possible selling of ownership like i'm being serious I'm serious. It's, I could definitely see it if the if Kyrie leaves in a trade and KD requests a trade and he leaves, yeah, I could see. I could definitely see it. Because <clears throat> because there's not going to be anybody coming to the building. No. You you you're there's no one coming. I mean, who are you bringing in? Who are you who are you signing and trading Kyrie for? To go to LA and get who? Westbrook? Who do they Reunite have? Katie and Westbrook. I mean, Anthony Davis. I mean, what if Katie doesn't want to play with AD? I'm, I'm sure he would, but like, I think that they just need to cave into the sky. I think they do to save your franchise. Your franchise is on the brink of being, of being lost. They need to figure something out. It's going to be lost, dude. Lost, 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 and gone. And really, like I said, you could point as many fingers to a lot. You could point a finger to a lot of people. I think that Sean Marks has a lot of blame in this. 
because he's the one who hired Steve Nash. He's the one that that refused to get defense. He's the one who who refused to get to, to get rebounders. The the training staff on this team was orchestrated by him. He's he's the GM. So the guy's getting hurt. Like, let's get the conditioning staff on board here. And he and he did not do that. No. So like I don't know, dude. It's it's really just bad. It's bad. But <clears throat> that's all I have to say. I mean, should we shift to the next here? Because this was really just Yeah. I'll let you out the floor. Mind oh. you guys that the Knicks did draft at eleven, then they drafted um uh Osmani Dieng. Yeah, and I wasn't happy about that when it happened. Who ended up being actually traded to the Thunder, right? Yep. So he's not even going to play for the Knicks. He's playing for the Thunder. Thank God. And I'll just start from here, man, because going into the night, we all had hopes. I didn't have hopes because I just know what it's like to be a Knicks fan and and waiting for something good to happen for this team, which it's never going to happen, ever. We can't count on it with trading up for Jaden Ivey. That didn't happen. We could have, tra- maybe we could have traded up for four to get him from the Kings. No, we didn't do that. Instead, Jaden Ivey falls to the Pistons at five. Still can't make a move there. Ivey goes to the Pistons. I hear that we're still trying to be aggressive and trying to get him after that, in which I didn't even buy into that that, that was going to happen. And the thing that was so tricky with social media and all these NBA analysts, and these NBA anal- analysts should really be ashamed of themselves. The way their stories just don't match up with each other and what they tweet. And they tweet all for freaking views and follows and ratings. Are you talking about shams and yeah, woes? Yeah. The fact that one of them was tweeting, oh, well, the, the, the Knicks are doing this. Oh, the, the, once once the Knicks, maybe if they get Duran, which they did, okay, at 12 or 13 there, they'll have a, th- a two-way, three-way trade here with the Hornets to get Ivy. You're hearing all these stories. So the pick comes around, right? And this is before the, the whole Duran thing happens. They get dang. And, and at this moment right now, I, t- I, did, I yell F you at my screen. That was like the biggest slap in my face, if that was really to happen as a Knicks fan, because this was Frank. This had Frank Nilakina 2.0 written all over it, because the rumors with that pick that the Knicks were going to take at 11 was A.J. Griffin. That was the yeah. main pick that I was hearing about in the papers and all through social media, which I really didn't want AJ Griffin. I really just, I, I've had it up to that point. This wasn't really a big draft class, in my opinion. I ra- would rather have Duran. Like at that point, like I would say, you know what? I was saying to myself, we should get Duran because you know I'm not a big Mitchell Robinson guy. I think he's a fragile waste bag. I really and do. Griffin, I, I and don't Griffin want. Him. And AJ Griffin ended up going 16 to the Hawks. Yeah. So and I'm sure he'll be a sharpshooter that kills us in every game along with his buddy Trey Young. And with Mitchell Robinson, I can't believe that we're actually going to consider giving this guy the max deal. He never plays. He fouls out. He flops all over the place. He's fragile. Then I'll have a couple games where he has double doubles and the fans act like he's Dwight Howard or something special. Give me a break. I- I'm so over Mitchell Robinson. I'm o- and most of all, I'm over this whole Nick franchise. Leon Rose, these guys, Scott Perry, 
what a disgrace that this team has been and, and just trying to lead us on, you know, since making the playoffs the previous year. What happened to building this team through the draft that they said, oh, well, we're going to build through the draft with getting these guys like R.J. Barrett and Obi Toppin. That completely went out the window with trading away your future. I mean, no one brought it up last year. Remember how the Knicks traded down for Quentin Grimes and then they got Miles McBride? No one brings that down that the Knicks traded down to get those guys last year. And I wasn't happy about those moves. We don't know what Grimes is going to be next year. Miles McBride. We don't know who these guys are going to be. They babbled. And when, when, when they got they had their opportunity, they played hard. They did. I'm just not McBride, a big fan yeah. of them. I, I just, I'm not a fan of trading down. I'm not, you know what I am a fan of trading up and, and the Knicks can never do that. God forbid. But in the last 20 years, you look at this team, they've made the playoffs three times. And they've only gotten out of the first round twice. It's been, you're speaking truth here, man. You just are. It's just, now, I'm just so done with this team, man. And I did tell you, and I'm ready to announce here on the show, I'm no longer going to be rooting for this team. It's official. I'm just going to just be an NBA fan at this point because and they continue. If you hook onto a team, you'll be like, okay, I'll hook onto a team. Yeah, I mean, I really be a don't Pistons want, fan. Be a Pistons that, fan. That's they, not they, going to happen because we they, traded they, our they, whole damn future to them with, uh, along with first. Might round as pitch. well. They've got they've got your players. They yeah. got Jaden Ivey now and, and Kemba Walker. Let's not forget about that. And how about the fact that we traded what was it a future twenty twenty four round pick, first round mm-hmm. pick to unload Kemba Walker's contract to the to that the draft. I was telling a buddy of mine the, 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 the Leon Rose literally used the draft. To just to, dump contracts, one contract, dump future the, picks just to make cap space for the overrated Jalen Brunson. This isn't Kyrie Irving. They're going to possibly, they're going to, they are preparing to offer a four-year, $100 million contract to Brunson, a guy who last year averaged, averaged 11 points, three assists, so and three rebounds. He, he averaged 16.3 points a game. He was 37.3% behind, behind the, um, the three-point arc. He averaged 3.9 rebounds and 4.8 assists. He was a good player, but like... He's not a max deal player. He's, he's not, not someone that you should be clearing the cap space for. You and should to be, be clearing honest, the cap space for Mitchell Rob, not Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. What makes you think that Brunson's leaving, leaving Dallas? Why would he leave Luca and Friggin and Spencer Dinwiddie? I wouldn't, and I don't buy it for a second. Even, even, even with the signing, because you, if you, if you've been paying attention to the Knicks, they signed his father to be their assistant coach. Did you know that? Oh, the Knicks, <laughs> Rick Brunson. Yeah, a month ago they they signed his father just to get his son here. That's their guy. They're and they want to get their guy, Jalen Brunson. Man, and, why couldn't they sign like? You had all these great star players. Why, why, why couldn't you sign their father to be to, to be a fucking coach? Exactly. This cronyism crap. And and I'm just sick of it because you know what? What if he doesn't come to the next? What if he does stay with the Mavericks? And you know what? I couldn't care less if we got him, if we didn't get him. Because well, if, if, you know, if, you know what? Happen? If we don't get him, it's a complete failure. Well, here's the thing. If um, uh, you don't get Brunson then it's going to be just like the year where they had to give contracts to like Rich five Bullock, different players, Bobby Portis. You know, they gave contracts to all these guys that, which was a disaster, which didn't work. I mean, 
I mean, Bobby Portis became like became like a stud for Milwaukee, but and Reggie Bullock, to be honest, who the, the, the Knicks could have used Reggie Bullock this year. Yeah, he could making waves in Dallas, but like it's I really thought that Leon Rose was gonna be different. This guy is a big time power broker in the NBA. I think he helped like orchestrate the whole LeBron and D Wade and Chris Bosch meeting up in Miami. Like this guy really in NBA circles, like he gets stuff done. Not with the Knicks. Not with the Knicks. No. And he's nowhere to be found to speak with the press. Like when I sent you that tweet saying how he wasn't going to be speaking to the media, what a coward, you know, he trades away four future, four future second round picks as well. So he talks about acquiring other first round picks from Oklahoma City and Charlotte and all these teams. Really? Because we know you're just going to trade away that future anyway. And what future? What future does this team even have when you're trading away lottery the picks? Future, the, the future is RJ. Build around RJ because it's definitely not Randall. No, forget about it. And Randall, too. the fact that he's still on this team is abysmal. Here's the thing too, man. How are, how are you possibly unloading Randall when you when you already gave away your draft capital to unload Kemba? Yeah. You, you, no, no one no one is just going to take Randall's massive contract by himself. No. And then and then, and then if you want to unload Fournier, they may come back next year. Yeah. Randall and Fournier, you might have to because there's I mean, I don't know how much draft capital they have left unless you tie maybe like unless I mean, God forbid you put like Quinn Grimes in a trade with Fournier or Randall to have them be shipped off. I would if do they that. Want Quinn Grimes, you know, it's I, I, I don't know. Like, and then people are saying like, well, just wait until free agency starts because the offseason's not over yet. Okay, but you know how many years we've done this? I'll wait till the offseason's over and we end up with a bag of chips from the bargain mart. I'm tired of shopping at the dollar store for players, Pavetta. I'm over it. That's why I'm done. I'm well, done I mean, with this team. Giving a freaking $100 million contract to Jalen Brunson is really not dollar store, but you're putting a big price tag on this guy who had a pretty good postseason, but like... He's I not mean, an all-star. He's not a big-name player. He's I not going to be the franchise guy to change your team he's around. A, he's a He is a local kid. He went to Villanova, which is not far from 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 New York at all. It's it's in it's in um uh, it's in um uh, Philly, but it's still technically local. You know, Big East player. I I remember when Brunson played St. John's, dude. I remember that. But it's just I don't know what like the plan is. There's no plan anymore. You know what? Really it, do you know what happened? You're gonna like hate me for this. Like, no, I no. Think trust this, me, I hate the franchise. That's why I'm not rooting for them anymore. I'm just, I refuse. I to. think them getting that. I think them getting that. Getting that um, fourth seed two years ago was Hurt the them. worst thing to happen to them. Yeah, I agree because it changed Those everything. Worst. Because we were supposedly building through the draft, right? Build through the draft, but then once you win, once you get the fourth seed, you're like, wow. We may actually have something here. Now we have to actually sign players. Oh, and Randall. Randall was our freaking MVP this year. Let's give him the contract. Let's get Fournier because we need more three-point shooting. Because if you remember, the team that went that won the fourth seed 
was really not that big of an offensive team. They no. were a defensive Defense. team. So let's bring in let's bring in three point maniac Evan Fournier. Yeah, he's a real maniac this year. When really you could have signed Demar Derozan, but you know exactly to that's a whole other fucking joke. But, but it's natural, dude. Expectations change. When you have bad expectations going into the first game of the year, that doesn't mean that it's the same thing on the 50th game of the year because you could be well on your way to, to the playoffs and then everything changes. See it all the time. But it's all about the moves that you make. You've got to be smart. And giving Randall that big contract was not a smart move. At all. No, it wasn't. And you know what? I was the only Nick fan calling for. I mean, probably not the only one, but when they, they were talking about giving the deal and when they gave it done, I said I wouldn't have gave it to him based on his playoff performance. That mm-hmm. playoff performance just spoke volumes to me about what kind of a player he was. He just it reminds disappeared me in the first round against that the fourth seed Nick team. It reminds me of, of it reminds me of the freaking 2015 New York Jets. Now the Jets didn't make the playoffs that year. That was the that was the year with the with the freaking Buffalo game in, in week seventeen. And that, Randall that was, Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah. And that was Todd Bowles' first year. Ryan Fitzpatrick has the greatest Jet season of he, Ryan Fitzpatrick has the greatest quarterback season of, of any Jet of all time. It's true and sad at the same time. And then you're like, wow, okay, now we've got something. You finished 10 and 6. Okay, you lost the last game, but but you should be back. And they never did. No. They put confidence in Fitzpatrick and he had a bad year. And that would and those were the years of like, well, you've got you've got Bryce Petty, you've got this guy Christian Hackenberg there. Like I don't know, who, you you really don't have a you don't really have a quarterback. You say you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, but Ryan Fitzpatrick was not going to give you back to back seasons of great quarterback play. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Plus, you had Eric Decker, who freaking rarely ever played. Yeah, he was always and then, injured. And like, and Brandon Marshall, who you he was know, a freaking head case. He was like, "Oh, yeah, trade me to the Giants." Yeah, he was, he, he, he was a head case, but like, it, it just, it's almost like fool's gold. But that's what happens too when you're in a culture that constantly loses, because the smallest bit of victory. The smallest bit of actual success, it shuts the city down because you can't believe it. And then you're like, and then you're thinking like the Lakers. Then you're thinking like, you know, then you're thinking like Golden State. You're thinking like New England. Like, we have to like do something here. We have to get like players here that, are going to help us bring bring us to, to the next level. And then you panic act. It, it's... And that's the thing with the Knicks. They got the wrong players. Because you know I wasn't a fan of Fournier. Didn't want him. And, and the Kemba Walker thing, yeah, it was satisfying at a time. It was trying. I thought maybe it would have panned out a little bit better than it did. It didn't work out. And look, injuries didn't help either. No. 
you give all that money to freaking Nerlens Noel, the guy oh. can play, but he doesn't show up. No. When he's on the court, he's great, but he doesn't stay healthy. Derrick Rose, that's another contract. Well, Derrick Rose actually like led the team to a couple victories. Like he was like the team, but you can't rely on him. No. He's a nice bench piece, but you can't rely on him. And that's what they were doing because they didn't have a point guard. No, and they still don't, but they think Brunson's going to be the answer. Oh, my goodness. Such a joke. I really thought that, you know, bringing in Leon Rose and World Wide West, like these guys were going to be doing big things. Who is who was the other guy? Um, Steve Stout. Yeah, Steve Stout. He's the, he's the culture changer. Remember, he's going to change yeah. the culture. Culture change. Give me a break. It was almost like imperative. Like you'll like. It was almost like criminal if they didn't trade up to get Ivy. I'm yeah, sorry. And, and you it's said criminal. this was this was the jobs of the front office of Leon Rose. You said this is Leon Rose's job. This and it really should be. Because you go from having an an exciting fourth seed season, where yes, you're you losing the playoffs, but those playoff games were fun. They were fun. They were. They were never blown out too. Like these, they they were fun games. To then the next season, having all this hope and promise, you start the year five and one. And then you just completely drop. It, it all went down the drain from there. And you don't make the playoffs at all. You finish in a, a, another losing season. Like You said it perfect. You said that basketball is the game of stars. Football is all about depth. Even you, you compared Leon Rose with getting future picks. <laughs> and dealing through the draft is Joe Douglas. And I said, no, yeah, because, you know, football, football is all about depth charts. And yeah. like, and like, who can you like, who can you like slot into each position? Like you need guys, like you need a, you need a stout 53 man roster. And it takes a lot of good drafting and scouting and using your cap space to fill in the gaps. Like football is just different. Basketball is about, Stars and complimentary players, especially on the bench. The only reason Golden State came back to the NBA Finals and won because freaking Clay Thompson came back and was playing at a high level again. And Steph Curry is is still like a, is still is still a top three a top three player in the world. You know. And they have Draymond Green. They've got Andre Iguodala. They've got they've got and they've got the emergence Rooney. of Jordan Poole too. Jordan Poole. They've got Wiggins. Complimentary players supporting the stars. The main Knicks don't even have, Knicks don't have any of it. No, nah. any of it. They don't have stars. I mean, is R.J. Barrett a star? Is he? Like, I think he has potential. And if you stick with him, if you say that we're building this team around him, there, there's no issue with that. I have no issue with that. I don't have issue with it. 
but are you going to supply him with the right pieces around him, like bringing in? They're not going to. Instead, they're going to get Brunson. He doesn't put the team over the edge. He just doesn't. I don't know what, what the cap situation is uh, uh, with the Knicks. Is it like, I'm sure it's much, I'm sure it's in a good place considering all, all they dumped. Well, they, they still, I, I, I even think even with what they dumped, they still don't have a lot because they're planning on signing Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, and that's going to be $25 million right there. What a waste. Well, I mean, like $25 million a year, I should say. It's a $100 million contract. He's not worth it. Maybe they just feel like there's just no other center out there. Like this is like their best to do. Oh, boy. What a joke. But it's like what you said earlier. I'm not looking forward to basketball next year. I'm not. I'll be excited for free agency because I want to see how Sean Marks plays this. I'm not. And what date does free agency officially start? What's that, July 1st? I think it's June 30th. June 30th, like, well. Yeah, like next like next Thursday. Yeah, well, I won't <clears throat> be excited for it, so. I feel I, you. I, you can't be excited any, as a Knicks fan anymore. And like I said, I won't be watching games like that next year. I won't be rooting for them because it's I'm over it. And the fans have to start getting like that. There really has to be some kind of boycott to this franchise. We can't be going to games and supporting this team. But they're going to anyway because this Knicks are just a tourist attraction now. They really are. They're not like a, a, a famed team that everyone just goes to sit there and watch everyone. This is, the, this is New York City. People go to this like they go to a Broadway play. Yeah, it's the building. It's, yeah. it's literally the garden. That's what I worry about with Brooklyn, dude, because the Barclays Center is not the garden. No. And if Sean Marks doesn't be very careful, we could be talking about a potential like end to the Brooklyn Net franchise. I just don't know how we can resurge this franchise if, if, if Kevin Durant goes. But I'll I'll I'll. I will, I will end the show with this. NBA contracts mean absolutely nothing. No. Guys can, guys can come and go whenever they please. And it's so, like, it's so discouraging because you feel very excited that these guys are, are re-upping with your team. But that could all change in one year. And then they'll want out. Yep. But... Alrighty, so let's end the show right here. Let's do, let's do the social. So my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the real Max T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You could check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad and Max. Make sure you subscribe. We're available on all podcasting platforms from iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, any podcasting platform out there that you follow. We are on it. And, yeah, we'll be back next week, hopefully with some better news. And we'll probably be covering baseball and maybe whatever rumors are out there with the Knicks and Nets. And maybe by the time next week, the Nets and Kyrie Irving will reach a resolution. Hopefully. So thank you guys for tuning in. Be safe. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated, please. And um, enjoy, enjoy the nice weather. Summer is finally here, man.
So take the best of it. So thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great rest of your weekend. So long. So long.